Afternoon Drive with Goodman and Mason, presented by Silter Har Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silter Har Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Andrew. To the other side, Welcome back. Afternoon drive. Goodman Mason. Watch us. MileHighSports.com. You can reach us on the Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed at Mace Denver at Eric Goodman. If you're looking for wholesale lumber to the public, go to RMFP.com. Time now for What's Trending. What's Trending is presented by Impact Real Estate. Impact Real Estate is creative real estate and solutions with the greatest impact. Go to ImpactCommercial.co. All right, let's go out to the hotline. I want to bring in our friend Peter McNabb. He's one of the voices of the Colorado Avalanche. How are you, my friend? I'm doing well. How are you doing? How are I, you guys doing? I got a question for you. Okay, so you, you've got some grandkids. You've got some grandbabies. You went to go see them. There was a little bit of an accident <laughs> yesterday that required stitches. Um, yeah. If you're, if you're, one of your grandbabies is part of a hockey family, loses a tooth, I'm sorry. Uh, th- that's... Something skipped the generation if we're talking, you know, going going to the hospital with stitches. No, it, you know, it was it was funny. I got in there and the, 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 one of the doctors there was going to use the, the glue stuff. Glue. And I'm going, you know, that we had just put the stuff on it, it put, sort of keeps it together. I said, no, 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 no. My boy, <laughs> You're my, giving my, tips. My boy's getting stitched. No. We're not going to have that popping open in the middle of the night, right? <laughs> you know, so he, he 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 took it. He was he was great, you Good. know. But it was hilarious. But as I as I texted you last night, it was not my fault. There we so, go. Uh, there we so, go. So the two of us walked in like champs last night, and mom. My, mom's looking at me. I go, no, 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 no. Don't even look. Don't even look. Hey, uh, Peter. Remember, if it's my fault, I was just going to drop and run. Not your fault. Listen, listen, my friend. Okay, I want you to live by these words. Okay. It's not a lie if you believe it. No. With no. that, with yeah. that, what do you think about Darcy Kemper as the new goalie? Well, you know, I, I it's one of those things they had it. They, you know, they were locked into. He was uh, Philip Grubauer was the third guy that they were trying to sign, and you know, he he was going to come in at probably around six and that meant that you know that was going to be more than they wanted to spend on their goaltending tandem six plus whatever had a francos you know he's he's two five so that's that gets up into that eight range eight and a half and you know i think group to me everybody i talked to was absolutely stunned that he ended up in seattle uh not necessarily the money he got but you know that he did end up in seattle um but Kemper here uh you know, it was obviously it was a situation for the Avalanche. They looked around, they saw the goaltender that they wanted at a time when you know they, they thought probably okay, we better do this now because I have just never, ever seen anything as crazy on free agent signing day as yesterday. I I expected some movement, but you know, a half a billion dollars in one day for player every every team did something, and so it was. There was mayhem, and especially when it came to goaltenders. When Flurry went to Chicago, I thought, "Wait a minute, what's going on here?" And then it just snowballed, and guys are flying, going across country here and there. Grubauer goes to Seattle, you know. So um, I think he's a good goalie. 
I would th- I would say that two years ago you would have put Grubauer and Kemper probably in the same category as ability, and then Grubauer had a career year last year, and that's always tough when you're paying a guy for a career year. I mean, that's yeah. on top mm-hmm. of on top of the fact that you know McCarr, you know you you really were in a tough spot. McCarr, you got to pay him, and the bar was set by Dallas. When they signed their young guy for eight five or whatever, whatever, and then Jones comes in at nine, nine five. You know, it McCarr was locked in at nine at least, and then you know I think the the one that uh, was interesting for me, Gabe Landeskog. Number one, everybody wanted him back, absolutely. But in actual fact, Gabe Landeskog's stock went up as the playoffs went along, and you may ask why. What kind of hockey was played in the last two rounds of the Stanley Cup Finals? Physical. Mm-hmm. Physical, hard-nosed, tough. Well, look at the first two games of the St. Louis series. I mean, yep. he set the tone. He set the tone. So if you're looking to go from, okay, well, now we're trying to catch Tampa Bay. They're the champs. They lose their entire third line. The, every, every single one of them goes someplace for big money. Uh, you know, and, John, and then, you know, so they lose that whole group. So now you're thinking, okay, how can we get past them? You're going to have to have a guy like Landeskog. And so Landeskog, I, I mean, I can't tell you the number of teams that were unbelievably interested. And I think the Avalanche realized that and said, okay, we either want them and keep them, or, you know, we, we say nope and we try and you try to find somebody else to fill that void. They're not out there. Those guys aren't out there. And so when he comes in at seven, uh, maybe you know you can talk term, you can do whatever you want. But it, you know it's seven for the for the time that he is going to be here for the Colorado Avalanche. You're getting your captain. You're getting one of the best left wingers in the game. He's 28 years old. He wants to be here. He is part of the fabric of the community. So it was that that was a tremendous signing. So with with. When again, when Grubauer, I'm sure if you know if Grubauer had said, "Okay, four years, six million, you know, I'm, again, just a pure, absolute guess, they might have done it. But once the term gets to a certain point, then you have to say, "Huh? Well, you know what? We're got, we got we got McKinnon coming up in a couple of years. We can't have too much tied up in this and this. So, you know, everything's got to be thought one year, two years, three years down the road. And they happen to catch a situation where one McCarr. He's the best defenseman in hockey. And you know what? There's four positions in hockey. There's goaltender, there's defense, there's a wingers, and there's center. You can figure out, and I think centers are most important, goaltenders. But if you're number one at any one of those four positions, you're going to get a fortune. That's just the nature. And that, in any sport, if you're one of the top, if you are the top, and he's going to be there next year. So now they've got him locked in for six. You want your captain because he represents what you want your team to play like. So... They lost Grubauer. That that you know, two out of three probably ain't bad when what they what they were going to have to pay. Yeah, to, and to go in the goal, we'll kind of talk about Darcy Kemper for a little bit. Obviously, kind of the the thing with him is keeping him healthy. But the Avs have kind of seen firsthand over the years what he can do in some high leverage games. I mean, you think back to in the bubble, the one game the Coyotes won in that series was because Kemper stood on his head and made forty nine saves. And, and again, we just, you know, you don't want to try to make it sound like you're saying, oh, well, here's, 
here's the excuse and there's the excuse and what but but the avalanche the one thing that everybody I, not everybody but people can sometimes look past is the idea this is no longer this uh this hockey club that relies on getting five and six goals they are really good defensively I mean, the shots on goal night after night after night are 18, 20, 22, 24. So, you know, if you can bring in a guy, and let's not forget Pavel Francois. I mean, he's, if he can come back, he had, you know, you look back, and he had kind of taken the number one spot away from Grubauer just two years ago, and then he got hurt. You know, so if, if the two of them... One comes back healthy. One comes in and is facing a far different hockey club than Arizona presents in front of them, because Arizona was a, a little bit of a, a defensive disaster, and now he's seeing, you know, seven eight shots a period instead of twelve fourteen a period, and he settles in, and you know, so now maybe you get a one two situation going or one uh, A and one B, and you know you you get some solid goaltending. Hey, Peter, we have about 30 seconds left. John Michael Lyles said to me a while back, he said, to make the playoffs, you have to have two outstanding lines. To win consistently in the playoffs, you have to get production out of your third and fourth lines. Currently, as we look at the roster, do they have those third and fourth lines? Certainly, they don't jump out at you. Right. You know, uh, probably, you know, it's funny how you lost, you know, uh, Donskoy. Yep. Lost Sod. Those yep. are those are tough losses. Yep. But one of the losses, and Belmar, you know, he's going to move on. But one of the losses that hurt them more than anybody, I think, realized just what he brought was Calvert. Matt no Calvert, kidding. You know, he was that fourth line guy that just absolutely epitomized what a hockey player should be. Yep. And the concussions got him, and so they're going. There's a guy that you know. You say fourth line. And you say the statistics aren't outstanding, but he is one of the very few guys, in my mind, that every single night he played, the Avalanche were better than when he didn't play, and you couldn't see it anywhere on the stat sheet. So they've, they've, they, there's no question. They've, they've got some, some things that they need to pick up on the third and fourth line. I mean, Helm, the one thing about Helm, he can fly. Holy smoke. Good, pe- good penalty kill guy, wins face-offs. Yep. He's, he's and, a good veteran to have. Yeah, absolutely, yep. and he comes in at you know probably fills Belmar spot yep. for less money. So again, you're looking at you know you're looking down the road because once McKinnon's contract comes up, I mean it, you know it, it basically will be back the truck up. But what you know, right? At what point do you say no to him? Hey, you know, Peter. I, I, Peter, just do me a favor. Moving forward, don't yeah. don't don't like it, it, channel your inner Rob Blake and hip check your grandson into the corner of a table oh. anymore. Okay. Oh. No, no, no. All it, right. It, it, I'll get the look from the granddaughter. She's the one that kills me. She's got me in her hip pocket. Holy there you go. Smug. Uh, okay. Peter, care. enjoy your time with your grandchildren. We will catch up soon. Safe travels back to Denver. You betcha, pal. Take care. See you, man. The great Peter McNabb. What do we have coming up on Masterpiece Roofing, just in case you missed it? Sweetness, the refrigerator, primetime. We've had some great nicknames in the world of football. We'll talk about another nickname for a rookie QB on the other side. That's coming up next right here on Afternoon Drive with Goodman and Mason on Mile High Sports.